Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the Sleepers Podcast. It's Super Bowl week. Matthew Stafford is about to become an NFL champion. Carter, I'm excited. How are you feeling? Oh, man. Yeah, this, yeah, you can't help but be happy for the dude. Just another Lions player that left and is on to greener pastures. It's a it's a thing that, you know, just it, it always happens. It's a staple of life. I'm ecstatic for my guy. I mean, he might be my favorite athlete of all time. I was honestly trying to think before this. It'd be him or Trey Burke. Those are my two say, favorite athletes uh, of all time. Uh, he's got to go to Trey. It's got to go to Trey Burke. I had a longer relationship with Matt, though. Like, but, but Trey, but Trey won you something. I mean, he got. I, did he? I, he, I, he didn't win you something, but he got you to place. I see. You. Matt's about to win me something. Oh, you're <laughs> not a Rams fan, though. You're I'm not a Matt a Stafford fan. supporter, man. Uh, okay, we could we could go all day on whether I'm allowed or not allowed to root for the Rams, but either way, I'm emotional about it. We've got Duke on the ropes to Virginia right now. Pour one out for uh, my daily picks, which had Virginia plus 11 and a half as the play I felt really good about. Carter, you just cracked what appears to be, is that a Corona? That is, this is a uh, Michelob Ultra infusion lime beer. boy, I'm, I'm loving that tone set by you. Yeah, I'm sad. All right. Carl, you know what? Get, do a little ad read for the people while I go grab a lemonade truly to match your energy right now. Do I, I this is this, this is the thing. I'm this is a cry for help by me. And all Greg does is go get another beer. This is a cry for help. All right. Michigan State is losing to Rutgers. Those losers. 80 by 80. I feel like a loser. You are Everyone a loser. Would, that's what I'm saying. Hey, like, hey, was, hey, hey, was, hey, was, hey. Really hello, loser. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, notice the victory shades are not making an appearance. Nowhere to be found. The sad Michelob Ultra is. I get it. Look, not everybody can survive Paul Mulcahy's best punch at the rack. Card. That is true. Did okay. you run upstairs to get that truly? Or was that? No, I got a basement downstairs? fridge. Come on. You know, I oh. stay strapped. Come on. I didn't, I didn't I didn't know you had the basement fridge. Oh, oh I damn near want to spin the desktop around so you can see the setup. I got the TV over here so I can produce and watch games. I got the other TV, the gaming TV over there with the fridge, with the couch. Like I'm doing doing it big in the Waddell basement cart. Uh you also just did not do an ad read. You just talked about how sad you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Well, no one's listening. Everyone just keeps calling me a loser. No one listens. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm here for you, big fella. Uh, it's okay. Bullshit, man. Look, you should be happy that Michigan State is where they're at without having a top 30 player in the conference because that is the truth of Michigan State this year. We'll talk more about it on Unscripted. Uh, we're going to drop an episode with Brandon Wood, one of our favorite Spartan guests later this week, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, and we'll probably have to talk a little Michigan on that too because I need to get my takes off. Okay, and let, let me actually do our dime. Let me do our dimers ad read real yeah. quick here because it's time, folks. All right, we're putting the pressure on. All right, Greg on a daily basis is winning daily. your money. He's winning your money. It is, and all we're asking for you is to use the link 
that land on the sleepers landing page to download an app and place one. Look at me. Look at my finger here. One singular $20 bet. And that, and that, and that helps the sleepers that helps us elevate and be better and put some money into our pockets, feed our families. Um, and Greg is helping feed families by giving y'all winning bets. So come on, you know what I'm saying? Like a little give take here. We're giving to you. So show us a little bit of love. All right. We recently, well, not we, but I was able to recently upgrade my little podcast studio here. Uh, I got a desk that is automated now and can be a stand-up desk. This better work or I'm going to look dumb. Ooh, we on the rise. <laughs> You you say we're on the rise as you slowly fall lower and lower. You are not on the rise. And here goes down. (laughs) Cartels on the move. That was well done. That was well done. Uh, Look, uh, listen to the man. Go to dimers.com slash sleepers. Register at some sports books. Give us some money back to our pockets, please. Uh, so that my family can eat tonight. We made tacos and I love my wife. She makes great food, but like every now and then I'd like to take her out to dinner and like, can't do that. If you're not going to yeah. dimers.com slash sleepers, holy tacos expensive. It is extremely expensive. That's a fact. Uh, and like Carter said, you only have to place one bet, which is convenient one, one singular bet. And they just added DraftKings, I believe to the landing page. And uh, I think it's New York where it's not legal for gambling. So all of our listeners from New York, I know there is some. This is a perfect time to download an app from the Sleepers landing page and place a $20 bet. And you don't even have to. And the best part about it is you don't even have to think about the bet because all you got to do is go over to Greg's Twitter page and he's giving you winners. I'm trying. Three man. of them. I mean, he's doing what he can. So let's make it happen. Come on now. We're putting the pressure. A little, little Sleepers challenge. All right. I need. We need this. Make it happen, people. Carter, one bet is convenient because one is the exact number of good games Max Christie has played against good teams this season. So uh, all you Spartan fans out there should be able to remember that number pretty easily as Carter fades slowly away from the screen. Uh, Yeah, go do that. That'd be great. We're going to launch the Sleepers official bracket contest soon. We're going to partner with Dimers for exactly what that looks like, but we will have some free money to give out for that. We will give out some big prizes if you have the best bracket, uh, and it should be free to enter if you do that. So while Dimers does all these nice things for y'all and for us, pay the favor back. Go play some bets. Dimers.com slash sleepers. Okay, Cart, today uh, we're going to do a little reminiscing here. I did a video solo without you as I embarked on my solo content creator career earlier this season. 68 preseason predictions for the college basketball season. Some were good. Some were bad. I got some shit from some uh, specifically Virginia fans were not happy with me. And uh, that might've been my most accurate prediction. So we'll talk about Mm -hmm. that when we get there, but uh, there were 68 of them. We're going to go through them one by one and talk about if these are wins or losses at this midway point through the season, based on the predictions that I gave, we have to define everything as a win or loss. There's no gray area here. No jury's out. I want a win or a loss. Ultimately, Carter, I'm giving you a lot of power here. You have veto power. I can persuade you whether it's a win or loss, but you have veto power. And uh, the goal here is for me to shoot more like Gabe Brown than it is for me to shoot like Max Christie. So, good lord, man, the Cormax. <laughs> so it's just like back to back. We get it. Okay. How many? How it. many times can a guy go two for ten before we call him what he is? He shoots worse from three than every player in the rotation for Michigan and Michigan State. 
And yet I'm yes, told he's Cor- this elite. Cormac, Cormac is a bad shooter this year. Man, I was told he was or 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 okay, okay. I was told he was I was told he was elite, and other guys airball sometimes, so they're just not as good as shooters. I was told Hunter Dickinson can't shoot. He's been killing dudes. Uh, uh, He's been killing dudes. Anyway, looking like you and men's. That's FX. Let's get to your (laughs) sixty-eight. I like right. you try to butter. I like how you try to butter me up at the end there before I just absolutely got pissed off. Okay, but be- before we do this, give me a number. How many of these sixty-eight do you think are going to be wins versus losses? Ooh, uh, let's see. Out of sixty-eight, I think it's going to be over fifty percent wins. Wow. I f- yeah, I feel that way. I think you did. I think you did some pretty good. It was one of. I, honestly, it's one of our most watched videos on our channel, and it's for a good reason. You did a really good job. Really good research back picks also with a little bit of gut feelings into it so me and you usually align on things like that too so i got faith in you i, I got faith you're going to be near that 50 percent mark i know that's that's probably tough maybe a little unattainable but i got faith thank you for that i my goal is 60 percent here which i'm not a great math student off the top of my head but um what would that be like 40 42 yeah somewhere yeah, somewhere in the 40 ish let's say if i can hit 40 here i'll be happy uh let's get right into it cart Prediction number one from the preseason. Blue Bloods are back. Win or loss? I think it's a win. I think Duke Duke is back. Kentucky's back. UCLA is back. I feel like that's a, a Kansas is back. I think I define that as Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, UCLA, and North Carolina, which Four of those are currently in the top 12 in the country. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll give you the best. UNC tried to blow it for you. <laughs> they, they did. did. They, they did because they, they are not back. They are in the same spot. They are stagnant. But the other teams are back. I think that, was, I, that was more about Kentucky Duke too, right? After like right. semi-down years last year. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure I predict that, can, or that North Carolina is going to struggle at a later prediction. So I'm, I'm counting that as a win you give me a win for that i'll give you a win for that all right one win i'm gonna make my little tally here because it would be very us to do this exercise and not keep track uh number two number number two uh there will be more balance in the top 10 this will not be gonzaga and baylor versus the field this will be like 10 teams that could all equally win it all I think that's a good pick. I think we've talked about on previous podcast episodes, there are probably 11 to 12 teams I would confidently say could make a Final Four run. So I think that goes as a win as well. Do you think at this point it's like Auburn and or Gonzaga versus the field? Or do you really think like there's not a huge difference between them? and like? No, not, not, not really, honestly. I think that I, there's probably less of a – there's probably more of a gap between those teams and Gonzaga, I'm really high on Gonzaga right now. I think they're playing real good best one. If anyone hasn't noticed, say what you want about the opponents that the WCC is and who they're playing, but Chet Holmgren's been putting up some ridiculous, ridiculous stat lines. So take notice of that. Hashtag buy number one pick. Chet's going to earn that number one pick again, by the way. He's coming back in the fourth okay. That's I, I think yep. he is. I just want to say I never, ever got off the train, even though credit to Jabari Smith, what he's doing. I was always on the Chet Holmgren train. But, uh, you, you know, I, I could – we talked about on our green room on Friday. I see there's a way that you can beat this Auburn team. Like, Auburn just had a dogfight against Georgia, who's one of the worst teams in the country. Like, there's a way to beat that Auburn team. Now, granted, when they're playing extremely great basketball, 
it's a thing of beauty. <laughs> like when they're rolling, it's they're going to be tough to beat. But, you know, chaos always isn't beautiful. All right. Chaos can be ugly at times. So just fair warning. They can be caught off on a day. So I, I, I truly think that there's 11 or 12 teams that can make final four runs. And those top like three or four teams can be beat by anybody. Yeah, that was a good plug for our Spotify green room rooms that we've been doing sleepers live on Friday afternoons, sometime over lunch, whenever cart decides it's the best hour for him on his Friday workday. Uh, you can tap in, get the Spotify green room app. Spotify green room is uh, good people's. They treat us well. And we talk college hoops every single Friday there. Uh, all right. That's two for two car. I'm feeling good. I'm hot feed me at this point like i knocked my first two down like i'm hunting a third shot here i feel like this third one's gonna bring you back to earth freshman class is historically great and then i have i have a footnote in my google doc from when i wrote this Mm -hmm. that says in parentheses for all americans (laughs) i don't know if footnotes count I think it's yeah. been a historically great draft class. It, it has. I mean, if you think about it, the top three picks right now are all between three freshmen. I mean, Chet, Jabari, Paolo is like, like how often is there three different college freshmen who all have their turn as like, this is the best player in the country. That doesn't yeah, normally and, happen. And, they, and they've all had their moments too throughout yeah. the year, like their game on the big stage. Uh, I'll, I'll give that a win. I think this has been a historically great freshman class. I think the question would be, do you like, do you penalize me for the fourth? Because who would the fourth be? I think in my head it was Ty Ty Washington I, preseason. I, I penalize you for the fourth only because that's just that's just unrealistic. Like you know, there's gonna like you knew Drew Timmy was coming back to school. You thought he wasn't gonna be a first team All American. He's not a first team All American. Drew Timmy's way off of All American list right now. Really? Yeah, his numbers are down. Mm, in a big I've, way. I've, I've I've kind of been infatuated with chess numbers so much that I haven't really. Well, maybe that's kind of what it is. Someone's got to take a, a back seat. It is. Mustache man is uh, not celebrating nearly as much as he did last season right now, which is yeah. fine by me. Yeah, But also you had you had surges from guys in their sophomore years and things like that. Having four freshmen on the All-American team is tough. That it is. is tough. All right, so win or loss. It's black or white. You got to pick win or loss. I'm going to penalize you for the footnote. I'm going to say no. Okay, that's fair. Sorry, All right. I feel bad doing it. I'm, I'm two and one right now. That's still a winning record. Number four, guard play will be better than people think across the country. That's a loss. I think that's a loss. That's a loss. Stunk. That's a loss. stunk this year. <laughs> it's my first genuine loss. Uh, I'm trying to remember who I pointed at in the preseason video. On probably that. like probably like Marcus Carr. It was Carr. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I literally did it with a video of, or a picture of Marcus Carr. That didn't work yeah. out well. You would have been right if Courtney Ramey still wasn't playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, those guys, Ramey and Jones, like God bless them. I'm betting on them tonight and I don't feel great about it, but like man, they like they just haven't improved at all. They're the same guys they were 3 years ago. Uh okay, now into conference specific predictions. ACC, maybe we can fly through some of these. Paolo right. Bencaro, ACC player of the year. That's a win. That's a win. Uh some people have been saying AJ Griffin deserves like the big moments on that team, the ball. Like if it's tie game, they want the ball in AJ Griffin's hands. Do you agree or disagree with that? I I disagree with that. I still think that Paolo is the best player on their team. I think that credit to AJ Griffin for what he's done. But I think part of that is that people focus on Paolo. And I think that takes the pressure off of Griffin a little bit. So uh, I like him, but Paolo is uh, still the ACC player of the year to me. 
Paolo's going to fall to third in this draft class. I feel very strongly about that. And he's going to be one of the best third overall picks in a very long time, um, which is crazy. All right. I agree. Uh, Duke will win long. the ACC. Was my sixth. That's a lock. That's a, that's a lock. <laughs> yeah, that's a lock. All right. Four, four for six right now to number seven. Florida State will finish second in the ACC. That's a loss. You writing them off? They're currently yeah, six and six in the ACC, which would be three games back from Notre Dame for second. Uh, the thing is, in the ACC, you can't write anybody off because it's just like two ass teams on a nightly basis just going head to head. Like one of the ass teams has to lose and one of the ass teams has to win. Yeah. So I wouldn't write them off because they can beat anybody. They beat Duke. So I, I won't write it off yet, but right now I got to mark it as a loss. I don't think they'll finish second. Okay, that's fair. They're not nearly as good as I thought they would be. Uh, Matthew Cleveland's coming along a little bit lately, though, but still further behind than I thought. Number eight, Buddy Beheim will lead the ACC in scoring. I just Googled it. He is second at 19.3 points per game behind Wakes Alondez Williams at 19.8 points per game. Less than a point is the margin. Uh, win or loss for me, Cart. I'll give you a win on that. Wow. Yeah, I will give you I'll give you a win on that because I think that by the end of the year that he will be he will be the leading scorer in the ACC. All right, when we when I Joe Girard doesn't try to blow up the spot, I still think Syracuse needs to be better. Like I know they've been so mediocre, it's laughable, but like I still think there's a decent team somewhere in there. I don't really understand other than the nepotism. Like Buddy Beheim is legit good, and uh. It's not leading to good basketball right now, but we'll see what happens. Uh, when we, I propose that when I have one that is like victory lap worthy, we both do a little virtual cheers with our drinks here. Okay. Uh, number okay. nine, North Carolina will be a bubble team. Hey, here, here, come on, come, come on. on. I mean, they might be a bubble NIT team at this point. Good lord. Listen, people told me. Nah, Caleb loves better than you think. It's his breakout season. It don't matter. Like, did you really expected Brady Manick and Dawson Garcia to come in and be first-year guys in that program and just do things without Roy Williams? No way. Come on. The writing was on the wall there. Uh, there's some teams that I got horribly wrong that we'll get to very soon when we get to the Big Ten. But, man, North Carolina nailed that one happy about it. Uh, so that cart has me six and three through nine predictions. One more in the ACC. Virginia will miss the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Give me a cheers on that because as we record this cart, they're up three at Cameron Indoor with a chance to go to 15 and nine, nine and five in conference play. I don't think it's going to get it done. No. They've had some, they've, they've had some terrible losses, like terrible. They have, but I think if I they have. win at Cameron and then become clearly the second best ACC team, they're probably on track. Do you think that still makes them clearly the best second, the second best eight, the second best team in the ACC? Maybe. I don't know. Probably the ACC is so bad. It's that I, I can't believe we actually have to take a stand that Notre Dame might be the second best team in the ACC. They're not. That I'm is... not accepting that for one second. Notre Dame's horrible. I think, I think Wake Forest is a legitimately good basketball team. I do too. I, I really do. I think a lot, I'm, we've already talked about it. Alondis Williams is that, is that guy. Yeah, he is and, that guy. And I think Virginia's tough right now, too. Like, this is not a fluke that they're playing with Duke right now. Like, they've taken Duke out of their things. I will say this. 
it, it gives me a good time to kind of issue an apology. I was talking a lot of shit about Tony Bennett earlier this year. And I come to realize that he's doing the best he can with what he has. Now, it is his fault that he has this. He's the coach. He's the one who brings in players. He's the one who's in the portal. That is his fault. But the fact that he's even getting this team to compete is impressive because they stink. All right. K.A. Clark stinks. Reese Beekman stinks. It's a team full of stinky players, except for Jaden Gardner. So credit to him for actually even competing. Uh, Card, I just want to throw an audible on the fly here for you. We're making this a two-part podcast, by the way. We're not doing all 68 predictions in one episode. This is going to be part one, and we'll go through the first 34, and then we'll do part two uh, later this week or maybe next week. You good with that, okay. big fella? I'm sorry with that. I'm good with okay. that. Adapt on the fly. That's what we do. I'm seven for 10 right now, 70% from the floor on my preseason predictions. And we moved to the big I can't, 10. Be, I, I can't believe we thought we were going to go through all 68. Zero like, just- I mean, Cart, no offense, but it was over when you showed up 14 minutes late to the recording. Like that shit was dead. <laughs> it's okay. It's, we're having fun. We're doing what we can with it. Uh, <laughs> to the big 10, number 11. Illinois will win the big 10. They're in first place right now, a game ahead yeah. from all the three lost teams. And they're, I think they're playing the best ball in the Big Ten, too. So I'll, I'll give you a win for that one. Card, I'm cooking, man. Eight you are. For eight for 11 right now? Feed the boy. Yeah, on. On, the sec- on the second episode, too, we need to make light of some people in the YouTube comments, too, who felt a certain way about your predictions because they're looking goofy right now, by the way. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, all right. Here is uh, one that's going to humble me quickly. I'm going to whisper it because I'm afraid to say it too loud. Michigan will be undefeated through non-conference play. <laughs> Ooh, that that's rich loss. That, that should loss. count for that should count for two losses, but it, it can't. It actually. It, are you sure it can't? It can. Well, I guess it can. We play by that's our super goals. bad. That's bad. That, I think that's the worst of the sixty-eight. I mean, how could it not be? What they finish like seven and six in non-conference? Yeah. Not even. Yikes. Yeah, I five hundred to be honest. Look, I didn't see that coming. I felt really good about that Michigan team through one half of their first game of the season. When I think you also tweeted, like, "Damn, Michigan's good." (laughs) Yeah, it's because I was watching Caleb Houston, Hunter Dickinson pick and rolls, and they looked unstoppable. Caleb Houston literally was throwing like no look passes to Diabate for catch and finishes. Like, I was like, I was like, these dudes are special. (laughs) I don't get what happened. They need to watch film of that half and try to find it. Uh, Also, Michigan kind of finding things. Maybe like the uh, one possession game against Purdue at Mackey. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I said they were improving. Like they, they're basically just going to have to pause, just ride Hunter Dickinson to the end. I'll say this. If, if they didn't lay such a giant egg in the non-conference, I think the way they're playing in conference play is a tournament team. But like the problem is they can't go 500 in conference because of how bad their resume is. So they have to go they, from and, tournament team to higher than they currently. And they, they could have picked up a lot more quad one wins too in yeah. the non-conference. Like that Seton Hall one hurts because they had the game too. Yeah. Uh, all right. I My Big Ten takes might stink here. This is bad. I'm supposed to be a Big Ten guy. Uh, number 13, Jaden Ivey will not be first team all Big Ten. Yeah, that's wrong. Isn't there a chance that happens? There's a, I think the ch- there is a chance, but it's a sliver. It's very small. Who's first team right now? I think it's Ivy, Davis, 
Ivy Davis. I mean, it's a bunch of centers. Kofi. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of centers. Ivy Davis, Kofi. Kofi Liddell and Davis Liddell. are guarantees. Yeah. Is Kofi there, Liddell Davis are guarantees. Is there any way like Keegan Murray and either TJD or Hunter get it over Ivy? No, because I don't think their uh, their teams haven't been good. Enough. I don't think I don't think Murray's gonna do it at all because Iowa hasn't been that great. And low key Murray's been slacking a little bit. He's been the second best Murray in some of these games. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll gladly accept the loss for that. Uh, through thirteen, I am now eight and five. To prediction number fourteen, EJ Liddell will lead the Big Ten Conference in scoring. He, where is he right now? Is he like second or third? Let me Google. He is, I think he's he's fourth. He is fourth at 19.9 points per game. Keegan Murray's first with 22 points a game. Kofi at 21.8. Johnny Davis at 20.6. Yeah, I'm going to have to get that. I'm going to have to give you a wrong on that one. Yeah, that's just, just, EJ's your guy, but that's, yeah. EJ is my guy. EJ's my guy, but I, I mean, it's it's more so the people above him. Can we talk about how Paul Mulcahy leads the conference in assists? Can we talk about Paul Mulcahy's maybe the best guard in the Big Ten? Paul Mulcahy hockeyed you, by the way. That's going to be a, a new verb for every time a white wing player wears a headband and just shits on Michigan State for forty minutes. That's a hockeyed. Paul Mulcahy looks like a dude that would bug me at Rama. <laughs> He does like he would just like he would, i don't know like he'd flip his quarters all over towards my table and shit he would just... <laughs> uh eight and six now to prediction 15 michigan state will finish top four in the big 10 that's probably wrong <laughs> the spirit of that one seems correct though yeah yeah it, it, the, i'll give it to you correct because people were thinking that there was no chance they finished top four and also, it's, are, it's in the cards. They're currently tied for second, right? Yes. Yeah. In the loss column, they're tied for second with Wisconsin, Purdue, Ohio State. That's got to be a win. Yeah, that's a win. Okay. Nine and six uh, to prediction number 16. Tom Izzo will win Big Ten Coach of the Year. It's possible. I will, possible. It is possible. Uh, I will give you. I'll give you a win on that one. And that might be being lenient, but I still think there's a good chance. Uh, I think that Wisconsin's falling off a little bit. Uh, guard was looking pretty good for a minute. Underwood's starting to surge now, I think. Underwood's uh, the spicy one under, right now. Yeah, Underwood's going to be tough. Underwood's, I think Underwood's the favorite right now. I mean, don't, don't you think it basically comes down to who wins the league? Like, if Underwood wins, Illinois wins. He wins coach of the year. He does. With the injury stuff they had, like – I would, the thing is, I don't think it, I, I don't think it will because if Purdue somehow wins the league, I don't think Painter gets it. I, okay, if Purdue wins the league, it might go to like Ben Johnson or some random coach that like just has a decent ben year. Johnson. I'm serious, but like if if Illinois or Michigan State wins the league, I think if yes. if Michigan State gets a share of the title, it's Izzo's. I agree. That would oh that'd be some spicy shit if it's somehow a share between Illinois and Michigan State and they give it to either Underwood or Tom Izzo. That would be good. War. All right, 10 and 6, two more Big Ten ones, 17. Get your cheers ready. Maryland will be a bubble team. That's even that's not even cheers worthy. They're gonna miss the tournament. 
they're going to miss. They wish they could be a bubble team. Do I get a win for that, though, calling them a bubble team? Yeah, you definitely get a win. Okay, good. That, like, I didn't know if that also, was specific enough. I, the, the fall of Maryland has just been hilarious. Like, they have a guy named Simon Wright in their rotation, and he's literally shaped like a bar bouncer. And not like those <laughs> big-ass, like, burly, muscly bouncers. I'm talking about those bouncers that they got to get the stool outside, and they just check the ID and get, you know, they don't actually get in altercations or keep people <laughs> out. They're just, like, weirdly ugly shaped like that's what simon right and that dude is in rotation minutes right now for maryland that's how down bad they are yeah i mean mark turgeon willingly left mid-season <laughs> that's just like just say that out loud it's hilarious to say mark turgeon's like as much as you want to shout at him like he's an established solid division one basketball coach like if mark turgeon is your coach you do not want to let things get that sour it's ridiculous what happened to mark turgeon and maryland um, all right, number 18. This is a loss. Minnesota will go 0 and 18 in conference play. That's a loss. They're way Minnesota, better than I thought they'd be. Yeah, they are. They really are. If that prediction. Re- if they can recruit, I would actually be kind of scared of Minnesota. That like, prediction is a good coach. That prediction is what you call a heat check. I was really feeling myself after that one. I was like, let's just let's see how far I can go here. Uh, all right, through two conferences, I am 11 and 7. In my predictions through 18. Uh, let's go to the Big 12 here. Uh, ooh, this is cool. Texas will lose to Texas Tech. That's facts. That just happened. <laughs> That's crazy that you put that in there. I mean, it's revenge and spite are powerful things, Carter. Well, I really wish. How come we didn't? Well, actually, your daily pixel is Texas Tech minus four and a half, wasn't it? It was like, I just, I can't believe like Chris Beard, this Chris Beard, that that's, you always say that to this, that, da, 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 <laughs> um, like, hey, come on, Chris Beard's a fine coach, but like, he ain't that this year with this team. Like, all right. He's right. He's, there's, he's, he falls into that category where he's like this, that like him, Nate Oates. Yeah. It's, hey, get, hey, get the little, get the little spectacle out. They might look hey, a little funny hey. under the microscope. Three years ago, Chris Mack was the hottest coach in college basketball. And then he looked a little funny under the light when he got to the big program. Let's just see. Like, sometimes maybe you want to stay at your VCU or at your Texas Tech. Okay. Or- hey, you, you see Shaka went back to Marquette and he's finding success now. I'm just saying. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag his level. Some guys aren't built for the bright lights cart. You know what I mean? Like It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, nothing wrong with that. All right, number 20. This is ugly. Marcus Carr. Big 12 player of the year. Yikes. That's yeah, bad. No. Sorry. I really, what happened to Marcus Carr though? Like he was a bucket at the bare minimum in big 10. It's another reason why I'm looking at Chris Beard funny. Also, wouldn't you think that that flips though? Like it would normally be someone who leaves the big 10 and then becomes a bucket. Like the big 10 style of play. Shouldn't yeah. be the one that makes a guard look really good. And then he goes to the Big 12 and can't score anymore. Like, that's weird. It's weird. Really weird. Uh, that's a loss. 21, Chris Beard, coach of the year in this conference. Wrong. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win coach of the year in that conference, but I, I don't think it's Chris Beard. It, I'll take a loss. Uh, probably self. Yeah, true. Uh, all right. 22, a tie at the top for conference champs. Baylor. Kansas and Texas. I said it would be a three-way tie for Big 12 champs. Win or loss. 
I'm about to say loss. Is that because you don't believe in Texas? Yeah, I don't think Texas gets there. They are three games back from Kansas right now. That's basically – I wish we could see what happens tonight before we call that that, a weird loss. That would would change it. All right, well, I'm down to to 12 and 10 now through 22 predictions. Going cold as we get into the Big 12. What what an ode to Michigan basketball by going 12 and 10. (laughs) Nice. That was good. Uh, Okay, I, I like this one. The Big 12 will get three two seeds but no number one seeds. That's oddly specific, and I feel like it's tracking. It is, but if Kansas wins the Big 12 tourney, do you think they get a a one-seed shout? I think Kansas keeps hurting themselves when they get blown out by Kentucky. Like, Yeah, true. Okay, I'll I'll give you a win for that one because Baylor's not going to be a Uh, one-seed. Yeah, I'll give you a win uh, only because – I don't know if all those teams are going to be two seeds necessarily. Like some of them might be some threes or something like that, but uh, they're not going to have any one seed. So I'll give you a win for that. That's a good call. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. I think one seeds are going to end up being Gonzaga, the SEC winner, probably the big 10 winner, especially if it's Purdue and then either the PAC 12 winner or uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe a big 12 winner. I feel like PAC 12, big 10, and uh, either Duke or the SEC champ have an easier path to a one seed than Kansas does right now. Yeah, I, I was sick today. I was looking at Field of 68's bracketology predictions, and I think it had uh, Michigan State as like a five, and I looked at the 12 line, and I just kept reading team after team that that would probably beat us. Carter, please, I will give everything that I have in my possession for a Davidson-Michigan State first-round matchup. I will do <laughs> anything for that. I swear to God. If we got that'll a foster biggest, lawyer... Get, that'll be the biggest game in Michigan State history. If we got a foster lawyer 11 for 13 from the floor master class with a Tyson <laughs> Walker 2 for 4 with 4 assists and 3 turnovers, like... I don't know that I'd be able to speak after that. I really don't. I can't look right now. Like my hands are. I'll say you're shaking. You don't even know what to do right now with the talk. Oh my! The fact that that's a real possibility has me more excited than I'm going to be when Michigan makes the NIT championship this year. And I'm going to be very excited about that too. Trust me. Uh, Okay. Back, back to the predictions. Kansas will go the furthest in the NCAA tournament of the big 12 teams. And then I had a footnote that just lists their player names. And the second player listed is Joseph Yesifu. <laughs> uh, I think that I think that's right. I really can we, do. Can we free my dog Yesifu though? I don't get that. I just wish I really that, don't. Why, if he's not even going to play there, why couldn't he just take Tyson Walker's spot? Wouldn't you feel so much better with Yesifu? Bro, I would feel better with almost any point guard in the country. Uh, okay, I get a win for that from you. I feel better with Davis fucking Smith. Okay. But yes. All right. All right. All right. I'm uh, 14 and 10 to the last one from the Big 12, number 25. Adam Flagler will lead Baylor in scoring. Uh, I think that's no. He is at 12.8 points per game, just one point back from LJ Cryer, who leads them in scoring. Wow. Where's Akinjo? Akinjo's at 12.9. Flagler's at 12.8. I think Akinjo will end up being the leading scorer on that team. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you wrong on that. All right. I'll take a loss. I still think that's possible though. That might be one that end the season. We come back and revisit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's get through. I'm trying to think of where the good midway point is here. 
if we go through the Big East, that would take us through prediction number 30, and that feels like a good stopping point for part one of this. Uh, all right, there's five predictions here I had preseason from the Big East. Number 26, someone that is not Villanova will win the Big East. Uh, well, I'll give you that. That feels, shout the, shout, that feels great. Shout out the Friars. Uh, I'm trying to get air fryers started, by the way. I kind of like, I kind of mess with that. Also, let this hey, let this fucking be known, all you Villanova fans out there. I told you, all right. Your point guard's mid. He is. He is what he is. Don't try to tell me he's a first team All American. He's not. And God forbid y'all slip up these last couple of games. <laughs> if y'all finish in fourth place, I will find you. I feel like you've been. I will find you, Borzello. <laughs> I will find you, All Facts Media. I will find you, John Fanta. We can't just be threatening John Fanta on this podcast. I draw the line there. Borzello and all facts, that's fine. But when you you put John Fanta's name in your mouth, that hurts. Sorry. I love Fanta. It's all love. But at the same time, how dare you? I will find you. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I still think Villanova goes the furthest in March, though, right? I don't. I really don't. You're that out on Villanova, for real. I still got the weirdest feeling of all time that Seton Hall will make the run. I do. I too. won't let it. I won't I let it too. die. I, I refuse love to Seton let it die. Hall. I know. I refuse to let it die. That's going to end up being like the sleepers adopted team for March. And then they're just going to lose in the round of 32 and just spit. Yeah, who's our, head. who's our adopted team last year? I don't think we had one. Uh, it was mostly our adopted hatred for Illinois. I feel like, but no, we definitely True. had somebody. Well, for a while, it was Baylor before they became clearly the best team because we were way higher on Davion Mitchell before anybody else was. That is true. Yeah, it might have been Baylor, to be honest, which, which kind of sucks because they were like a one seed, but we were that was our team we were higher on than everybody else. I was on Iowa. That didn't work out, but okay. they were a thing for a while. Uh, all right. Number 27, Jermaine Samuels is Villanova's best player. No, I still think that uh, Colin Gillespie is probably the what? best player. This is your opportunity to admit that I'm right and I'm dissing Gillespie and you're out here saying, well, okay, I just looked up Samuel's stats. He's not even at 10 points a game. Yeah, you're, you're but Justin more, Moore, though. I, where, where's Justin Moore at? Get, please give me stats. I can say Justin Moore. Please. 15 a game, five rebounds, three assists. Gillespie's at oh. se- 17 a game, three rebounds, three assists. No, Justin Moore's our best player. Gillespie's he's better defensively. Gillespie also gets his ass cooked on defense, by the way. I don't know if anyone watches that. He gets big bodied a lot. He does. He's just uh all he is is a jump stop, a very good jump stop. But like a jump stop can only take you so far because you have to stop when you jump stop. You don't just jump, you know what I mean? Right. Just uh, like he okay. stops playing the last 10 minutes of games. Exactly. All right. That leaves me at 15 and 12 right now. This is not uh looking great for my 60% goals, hopes, and dreams here. The Big East will get the most teams of any conference into the NCAA tournament. I'll give you a win for that. I had nine teams written down as teams I thought could make the tournament, and I think I think seven of them are going to make it at least. Yeah, I think that's – I, I give that a win. I still think that they could have the most teams. Nova, Xavier, UConn, Seton Hall, Providence, Creighton, Marquette are all for sure going to make it, I would think. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take that, that as a win. win. I'll take that as a win. win. All right, these last two are going to be losses, and we can kind of just laugh at them and give me losses for them. Jaden Taylor from Butler will win Big East Freshman of the Year. I really do like Jaden Taylor 
I like him a lot, but he's uh he shows flashes every game, and then Butler's horrible, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and then Zach Fremantle from Xavier will win Big East Player of the Year. He's barely played. Yeah, what what's up with him? I don't know. He's he's been back lately and doing his thing a little bit, but um, yeah, he's just not important enough to them right now. He's not even averaging ten a game. Yeah, they that really hurt my Xavier uh, kind of takes I was having earlier in the year. Yeah, he was key to those. He was. All right, so that's a good stopping point. We are almost midway through uh, my 68 preseason predictions. I am 16 for 30. I'm getting shots up is what I learned. I'm still <laughs> still efficient, above 50%. Uh, long way to go here. I have a feeling my preseason All-American predictions are going to hurt me in the end because I just rattle off like 10 names, and those aren't going to be very good. But, uh, I mean, overall, give, give me a performance grade, A to F, through part one of this cart. It, it was kind of it was kind of a it was a Colin Gillespie type performance. I think you started off hot and you fell off at, you fell off at the end. Oh, that hurts. Gillespie would never take thirty shots though. That's the thing. At least give me like I don't. Well, I was gonna say give me Buddy Behind, but that's even maybe you're, maybe maybe you're like maybe you're like Johnny Davis, a Johnny Davis type performance, which is good. Virginia's out so. here, Virginiaing. By the way, can we do a live sleepers reaction here? We, what is it? What's the score? Oh, you don't even you don't have the screen where you record. We got oh, Villanova or we have Virginia down two with twenty two hey, seconds left. Oh, multiple multiple tabs is a thing. It's coming up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Gardner, get out of the paint. Armand Franklin with the drive, the tough finish. He missed it. He missed it. He missed it. Theo John with a rebound, but it's a jump ball. And Virginia has possession. I'm going to put my John Fanta hat on here. We have 7.8 seconds left in the game. Virginia is down 68 to 66 with possession of the ball. Timeout, Tony Bennett and the Cavaliers. Live on Sleepers Media on the Sleepers Podcast. The Sleepers After Dark. Uh, yeah, hopefully you got to love hopefully, this. Hopefully, hopefully you don't get sued. Right, this could actually like really change some things in the big east race could it not if duke blows a home game to virginia in in the big east race or the, the acc if duke if duke loses this game they're tied with notre dame for first in the conference 100 percent. that's are the blue blood oh, wait hold on are the blue bloods back Is, does virginia count as a blue blood because then they're back hell no the blue bloods are back don't ever call Virginia a blue blood. Not wow. Even jokingly. Uh, we have breaking tweet from Rob Doster. Paolo Bencaro has not attempted a shot this half. Yikes. Not my number one pick. Not mine also, breaking news. I have a text from our good friend of the pod, TJ. Uh, Tyson Walker is just dark skinned Kihei Clark. And that might be true. Honestly, that is hella disrespectful to Kihei Clark. <laughs> I like this. I like this way more. Kihei Clark is uh, Asian. Uh, Colin Gillespie. I think they do the exact same things. They're both just looking to jump stop every time they get the ball. That's all they're looking to do. Mm, I guess. I, I, I get that. I'm kind of in on Kihei Clark, dude. Okay. Well, this this is how you know we're at a good stopping point. Well, we're having Kihei Clark conversations. Like, get real, man. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really don't. Card, do you want to throw any wild predictions at the people while we wait for this game to come out of timeout for uh, 
second half of the season. Mm. You should do your 68 predictions for the second half of the year. Right now? Yeah. No, not right now. Okay. But like sometime. Uh, I think that state loses first weekend. <laughs> you you are such an emotional basketball fan. Bro, like I, I truly do. I I was looking. At I love it. you, I but looking, you annoy me. I was me. looking. Okay, well that feeling's definitely fucking mutual. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. But I'm just saying, like I was looking right now. If we're a five seed where we currently stand, the twelve seeds that we could play, Creighton team could easily beat us. Ionia ball is inbounded. Like five. On. Four, a wide open three. He hits it. Oh, oh my God. Is that Armand Franklin? Did he? Armand Franklin for Is that three. Game time? Is with, game time? With 0.7 seconds on the clock, Virginia takes a one point lead at Cameron Indoor, and the crazies are stunned, Cart. Greg, imagine not being able to survive. Armand Franklin's best punch. Also, that is not Armand Franklin. <laughs> God damn it. I just gave the call of my life and I thought it was Armand. It's not. Who is that? Is that is that Beekman? I know Beekman did just bang one after I told everyone on this podcast he stinks. I think that was Beekman. That's Beekman. Maybe I, I really just gave the call of my life and confused Beekman for Armand Franklin. That hurts. That's why. That's why some. That's so you know why some <laughs> some people are on the call and some people aren't. Listen, I, that was gonna instantly be my reel. I was gonna send that into everybody. Like, come on, this is what you're missing, and now here we are. Uh, all right, we got 0.7 seconds left, Cart. What can Duke draw up here? Anything? I don't know. You think? Uh, well, the real key is is Ben Carroll gonna get a shot up this half? Coach K, like. We, we know he's been deep in his bag for many things over the years. Does he have a bag for a full court 0.7 seconds left shot play? No. Okay. I'll only run that later. I got, I, got, I got a theory right now. The reason that Duke is losing this game is because God doesn't like ugly. And Coach K's godson got off the hook for a DUI. Also, not to throw too much shade at our boy Paolo, but that was a lazy ass closeout from Paolo. I got some. I got some Bancaro takes, man. That was on his head. Give, give me the Bancaro takes. Duke inbounding the ball though. With uh, there's he, now he's one point one. He, he's just Seattle Montrez Harold. That's ridiculous. They're not even similar archetypes at all. One point one seconds. Yes, left. they are. The heave. Bancaro from the corner. Off the side of the backboard, and Virginia win. That was honestly Bancaro got a relatively open fadeaway three from a full court heave. And got the shot off, and it hits the side of the backboard. Virginia stuns Duke. Duke might not win the regular season conference title in this ACC cart. Yeah, so we got to go back to got to go back. I mean, that's hilarious. I'm glad we just got to get that at the end of this. That might have just swung me from 16 and 14 to 14 and 16. I said Virginia would miss the tournament, and Duke would win the ACC, and we gave me wins for both of those. Shit. Hey, Chet would have hit that. Well, tune in to uh, part two of this to find out if our stat corrections guy decides to give me two losses for those instead of two wins. For now, I am 16 and 14. Just so you know, in the bio or in the comments below, we will have the link for you. Download the apps and place your bets. Win some money. We're trying to give y'all money. Like, do y'all not want it?
Did Greg, did, what, what pick did you go out today for this Duke Virginia game? Virginia plus 11 and a half free money cart. That's free money. It. And you free. can do it if you just go to the landing page, download the app, and place one singular $20 bet and win yourself some money. We got y'all. All right. We're trying, you know what I'm saying? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't force the motherfucker to drink it. So y'all got to drink the water. I didn't even ask you for that ad read. You just passionately gave it. And that's why I love you, Cart. Um, also, I believe Chattanooga just came back from down seven to tie it. And now my minus four and a half has life. This could be a great night for daily picks, folks. This was the Sleepers Podcast. My name is Greg Waddell. You can find me all over a bunch of different places if you want to find my basketball stuff. You can find Carter Elliott uh, at Sleepers Media on the field of 68 after dark and on Spotify Greenroom where the boy just got a little bag from them boys at Spotify. Congrats to the cat. Uh, this was fun, Cart. Let's do part two sometime this week. 100%.